This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. I'll panel off topic with Jake and Tyler. Hey, everybody. What time is it? It's off panel off topic time. Would you believe we did not plan that before hitting record there? I'm Tyler. That is Tyler. I'm Jake. And this is episode 138. Still no scheduled or scripted opening to the show. And there's never fucking gonna be. 53 seconds. You lasted 53 <laughs> seconds. I love that we always have like a timer. How long until yeah, Tyler says? I just, boom. well, I have the record time in front of me, so. You know what? We're going to write a song. How long till? No, we're not. How long till How long is it till Tyler says fuck? Fetch and bless. <laughs> so anyway, welcome. Oh, uh, is this is this a full episode? This is a full This is a Monty. Full rager this is a of an full episode. Load <laughs> of this laundry, you pervert. Right. Anyway, this uh, is pitching a tent in them sweatpants full length episode. Sorry, my child is... They're making brownies. It's about bedtime for my child. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're recording on a Sunday, recording a little early, because Tyler's going on a little trip. So... Uh, going on... Sorry. Can't help it. <laughs> we, I gotta stop. We were worried about if... We were going to think about doing well, it remotely. Right. And I was going to be in Boulder on Wednesday, and I was thinking, like, hey, you know, that'd be cool, like, but how would we do that? We didn't really think of the logistics. And like, would we do it by Zoom? Yeah, or like, and we just had extra time, uh, so he's like, let's just get a quick, let's just do a little episode. To be really honest, uh, even though it, it sounds like we're, like, ticked off when the dog's like, I gotta go outside. I, I mean, we are. But at the same time, it's also like, we, we're kind of used to having breaks from time to time, and uh, doing, like, a straight-up live show, um, then you would eventually, I don't think... During an entire show that I could keep up the visage, the the visage, and that my, you know, my lizard, you know, my, my lizard dis- brain, my, my disguise would break down sure. and everybody would see that we're actually lizard people like, shh, like the uh, alt-right people loud, are saying man. about us. I wish they would say that about us. Shh, um, lizard people are socialists. <laughs> <laughs> Make that a t-shirt. No shit. Them lizard people in the government. Man. See, then you're gonna get, then you're gonna get the wrong impression. Also, I want to say, right. so our X Men '97 uh, video where we talk about the woke shit about we it ticked off a lot of people. So a lot of people, respond, but the funny thing about that video is, I there are some people that I don't think actually, actually watched, watched it video. because they yeah. just commented on the title, and I'm yep. like, be, I I intentionally put that thumbnail like that. Because I know how that works. Oh, uh, how many of those were just uh, how many? How many of the comments you... were just two words? Soy boys. Yeah, beta cucks. <laughs> I mean, you're literally not even saying anything. And to be honest, every time you comment, it helps us like oh, get more no, and, and every exposure. Time, every comment, I usually chuckle. It oh, yeah. doesn't affect me at all. It really. We well, saw what I posted. It was like you know we we hear it off panel off topic. Bathe in your ill informed hate. 
I might comment once or twice on something, but most of the time I just don't comment because I don't it's care. It's not worth it. I, there, and we, I will say, to hmm. the people that do leave thoughtful uh, comments, I know, uh, that leave thoughtful comments and um, aren't like completely like just cooks, yeah, uh, yeah. I do appreciate those, and hmm. I, do, I do read them. Um, my my favorite, and I is, think it has um, informed how we do things sometimes. My favorite is uh, one that shows up like two or three times on these videos, and is great because the people posting them clearly don't look to see if somebody already posted it. But it's it's the same thing every time. It's man, you made me want to see it more. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, one guy got upset because it's like most of our videos. There's not a there. We're not on camera. Oh yeah, and there was one guy upset. Was like he posts all these videos and talks about these YouTubers, but they don't show their face. I did respond to that one, and I just put a link to one of our videos. We're actually on camera. Yeah. Like, if you really want to see our faces that badly, yeah. here. I figured most people are like, "That's enough of that." Are you gonna Are you gonna go at a guy like Mahler because Mahler's never on camera? No, because who fucking cares? Who's that? One of the chuds. No, you should have said exactly. Oh yeah. Damn. It's far. No. Rewind it. Pretend. Re 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 See, this is why we don't do exactly live. Whoa. This is right now we're actually recording over where we made that mistake. So um, who's that? You say exactly. <laughs> Line. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. See? Shit. Fucking chuds. <laughs> now, don't. If you hear this, like, if you hear both versions, it's because we forgot to edit that out. Edit what? Exactly. <laughs> Comedy. Oh, coming around the corner with the fucking full circle. Comedy ways. Comedy ways. Brilliant. Do you want to fucking um, write comedy? I'll fucking show you how to fucking write fucking comedy. Oh. Wow. Oh. First things first. You know what? Learn to say fuck. I won't do it unless you pay me. One million dollars, bitch. That's right, Woody. Woody Allen? You want me to write jokes for your pedo ass? Anyway. Wow. <laughs> but uh, Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> Shots I am not the fucking first one to say that. How would you talk about your uncle like that? Wow. Because you're Tyler Allen. That's fine. No relation. It's true. I am no relation to Marcus Allen either, the famous NFL running back. Some people think that. Not true. Especially given like how... You two are completely, <laughs> completely different looking people, you know. I could have been adopted. <laughs> anyway, so uh, <laughs> I want to make that a drop for no reason. I could have been yes, adopted. Yes. <laughs> um, so as you can tell, this show is a little, a little bit wacky, looser. wacky to um, But that's why we like it because yeah. we we are, again we're kind of doing it to make sure that we have an episode this week because we do not want to let down our fans. Wow! Because they are fucking kicking some ass. Damn, dude, <clears throat> that was. I'm good. on fucking fire tonight, baby. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna do a you number cannot. of different things. Yeah. Okay. What's going on? I just should I just calm down a little bit? Oh, turn it down a notch. No. Okay, we're gonna calm down. Do the opposite of Emerald. So let's, turn it down a let's notch. Let's do. So um, we yeah, got something we're special. Some we're gonna have a little game. Yes. To play tonight. Wait, did you just say turn it down a notch, and now we're gonna play this game? Yeah, dude. I kind of need to keep it up. You know what you need to do? You need to press the button the right way. Come on. <laughs> I'll drink your blood. 
All right. Come on, Cohagen. Come on, Cohagen. Drink these no people's way, blood. Don't do it yet. Yeah, okay. This so is this is, we're, we're going to play Wheel of Impressions. <laughs> so I have, uh, I have a Wheel of we Names. Suck at impressions. If you want to play at home. We suck. Jake's better at him. I used to be way better. So we're I have not, a list yeah. of uh, 13 celebrities. Oh, my 13 God. Names. 13 names. Um, and we're just going to spin them. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna hit spin, and then you'll go. I'll go, and sit, uh, we'll see how this goes. Just sit and so I get macho man. Okay. Are you recording again? Yeah. <gasps> oh! Oh! Okay. It so was almost on me. You would have had to do an impression of me, but it well, landed. On... I feel like we have to do impressions of each other before this. Well, is at some point, yes. But you have Ben Shapiro. So oh, I'm going to give fuck. you a second to think okay. about how you can do that. Uh, give you a little time here. I don't really here. know his voice. Um, it's kind of like this, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to play you that rap song. I, I don't want to hear it. Okay, so Ben Shapiro. Come on, Cohagen. You got what you want. Give this people air. Come on. I'm sitting here at, on a college campus right now, and I have a table with a placard, and it says, change my mind about some stupid fucking... Oh, that was Crowder, dude. All right thing. Is that Crowder? Yeah. Shit. All right, let me start over. Okay. <laughs> do you want to rewrite? I'm stealing Stephen Crowder's idea. I'm on a college campus with a table... And a placard that says, change my mind about some alt-right bullshit. On Daily Wire I'm, Plus. I'm, I'm, I, oh, you know what? Let me start over. <laughs> For the third time? I fucking suck. <laughs> Somebody sucks. Sucks really hard. It's Tyler. Boring! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I am right now. I'm at, I'm on the steps. <laughs> and we're talking about busting down the barricades. And it's January 6th, and I'm here. That's my best. I don't know. What? <laughs> Does it at least kind of sound like him? I don't even know. <laughs> Fuck. I don't like wet-ass pussies. Right. I don't know what. And for the sanctity of fairness, do you uh, do you want to come over to my side and uh, I trust you. spin it? Or do you want me to do it? I, I can do it. You. I'm going to remove Ben. Yes. From that's the, fair. From the wheel. All right, you ready? That was terrible. Are you ready? Here we go. Do you get to rate it? Do you get a rate mine or? No. Oh, this one. Oh wow. Who do you got? Oh, this one's not gonna be fun. Jesse Ventura. <laughs> what do you mean it's not gonna be fun? Who am I kidding? I was born to do this voice. Every time I wake up, I've got a full mass direction and a love for my country. Because you know I was a Navy SEAL once. <laughs> And you don't think you don't see some shit in the ocean? Hey, just like the guys in in the abyss, Jesse? <laughs> sure, James Cameron, great film. I didn't get a call, but whatever. Yeah, I, I don't... I think I would have excelled in that film. You know, Jesse, I think I would have enjoyed that movie more if you were in it. Probably. Did you know when I was a deep sea diver, I saw the city of Rapture from wow. that video game Bioshock? Wow. And I never got one shingle call. I have no idea. Um, I built steel beams for Andrew Ryan. So <laughs> 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 Alright. Okay, so that's you good. You know, for people you. that played that game will find that very funny. Okay. Good. You won't. No. <laughs> I thought it was funny that you just went for it and you're so pleased with yourself. I built steel steel beams. Alright, one more. 
I also have hey, a alpaca you, farm hey, down in Tijuana. Hey what? Jesse, are you ready for redemption? I am. Well, I yeah. one more. You can do this. What do you mean? We're gonna. I thought we we're gonna do all of them. There's twelve. There's eleven names. Whatever. Okay. Do the next. We don't one. have the time. It's fine. Oh God. Oh God. Oh yeah. Chris. Jake Williams. Oh my God. Let's go. I'll do you the next. <sighs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, well, the the thing about it is, is that you, you don't, you don't really like. Uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> what about Jerry Seinfeld? No, I'm trying to think. Like, <laughs> what about Jerry Seinfeld? I'm trying. I can't really do an impression of you. Um, do you want me to just do here? I'm gonna do an impression of you that's way over the top. I'm Jake, and I have a kid, and I have a family and stuff. Look at me. All right, there you go. All right, here's my version of you. Oh, I'm Tyler. I'm angry all the time. I smoke cigarettes. (laughs) Nothing about the music at all. Oh, listen to my new album. Oh, hey, hey, I got a great idea for a new scripted podcast. (laughs) That was good. That was good. That was good. I'll do one more spin. I did kind of tilt these to me. You need to have input next time. Why don't you give? Oh me no, that? shit! I actually did land on you this time. Okay, well, well, that, you already did mine. Yeah, so I'm gonna take do, it off. Do me, or I'll take one more. All right, fine. And I'll, then you'll I'll take do, one more. All right. Yeah. Because we basically both did one. Ooh, ooh! <gasps> uh, almost landed on Arnold, but you got uh, Alex motherfucking Jones. <sighs> God. By the way, got all of his assets liquidated, so suck it. Brilliant! Here, I'll give you some inspiration. Yeah, yeah go, go for it. Go maybe here. I'll eat your ass. Or maybe go over here. One million dollars, <laughs> bitch. Look, look you, you think I want to go and eat my neighbors and shit? <laughs> I don't want to go and eat my neighbors, but I'll fucking hang them up like a steer and fucking cut them down and shit and bleed them out in the fucking garage, man. I don't want to, but I fucking will. All right. <laughs> For whatever reason, to me, that sounded like redneck Hulk Hogan, <laughs> like trailer trash. I can't really. Hey, brother, I'm going to fucking gut you. Listen, man, you think I want to be an outright fucking douchebag? No, I don't. But mama said it's what I need to do to get the inheritance. Uh, <laughs> okay. Here we go. One final spin for me. Yeah. Terrible. This is terrible. Oh, wow. All right. Chris Walken. You got Chris Walken. Oh, I don't have that. Maybe next What time. the hell? I could have killed some... Hey, let me tell you what I got, buddy. Macho Man. I got the Macho Man Randy Savage. And you got nothing on me, you turd. Wow. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. It hurts my throat. I shouldn't have done... Why yeah. are you doing so many of those? Because, what else, what are, who, because I'll tell you so, why, man. I'll, th- I'll tell you why, okay? Because I like it. Um, uh, so who is left? Just curious. Uh, Jesus, no. <laughs> um, Schwarzenegger, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Obama, Don Rickles, <laughs> Mike Don Rickles. Mike Tyson, or Joe Rogan. Wow, get rid of all that and let's move on to the next segment. Thanks I was going to say, I like, tell you, we were we got the good ones out. We got to look at other ones next. That's time. good. That was a little heavy. I would have. Well, no, I yeah, I wouldn't have. Yeah. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm Tyler. 
Thanks. I sound like Macho Man. Okay, so what's, I make music. What's next up on the extravaganza of silliness episode? Let me tell you. <laughs> I wanted to give you some quick, a uh, little bit of news. Ooh, news uh, it up. Yeah, Buzzball. So, Star Wars despite Madam Web still not passing Morbius's uh, box office, Morbius's bo- opening weekend in general, like people are not seeing that movie. Um, but remember, <coughs> excuse me, uh, we still have two more Sony movies: Craven the Hunter and Venom Three. Venom Three. What's that going to be about? Yeah. Do we know? Um, so they're wrapping up Juno Temple. Um, is one of the stars in the movie. She says she's nearly done finishing. So she was in uh, Fargo season uh, five. She was awesome. Um, Who she play? I don't know. Way um, to go, man! Shit, shit balls. Um, I know she's not playing. Well, I'm gonna scream. click the link here because it's gonna take. Is me that to... one guy playing the one guy? The one... oh yeah she, oh yeah 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 she was in uh she was in Fargo and she was also in Ted Lasso yeah yeah I, I, no I know who you're talking about yeah. um I don't know her character though doesn't say but what? um she said that the they're coming close to an end for filming in Venom three and that's what I want to talk about okay. um mm-hmm. he uh Tom Hardy recently said that um that these are you know this was always kind of the plan was to have three of them I don't know. So that would mean that if Venom were to ever run into Spider-Man, it wouldn't be until a new Spider-Man movie or Venom 4. <clears throat> Which, let's be honest, do we really think there's going to be a Venom 4? It's crazy enough that we have a third well, it, Venom movie without Spider-Man. Right, and, and here's the thing, and we will state this yet again, and, and it is crucial that Sony understand this. Yes. There is no other fucking Spider-Man property that can work. Other than Venom. Other yeah. than Venom. And honestly, when, when you guys made announced Venom, I was like, fuck you. And it was only till I saw Venom 2 in the theater, because we yeah. went, and I was I leaned into the absurdity, absurdity of it. And then of course there was the, the end credit scene, which were like, Oh, cool, Venom Ta- Tom Hardy's gonna come into the MCU. No, <laughs> they just was like, Nope. That's it was literally happening. it was literally like a fucking hey, here's an, here's I- a nothing. Here's 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 the Venom symbiote in the MCU. Maybe Venom shows up there. We yeah, but know. it's a nothing because it's, it's never ne- gonna, nothing. Nothing. It's never gonna fucking pan. You remember? You remember they did those shorts in the beginning of the MCU, and they yeah. were like uh, Item Forty Seven yeah, yeah. and all that shit, right? Yeah, that was supposed to be a thing, and One then it shots, just died. It just them. died. It's the same thing with this shit. Yeah. Oh, hey, Venom's gonna be. That was. I remember seeing that and just being like, "Holy shit, that's awesome." And I'll tell you, no, there was a, there was a perfect moment, and mm. I think I said it in the in the review of No Way Home, but there was a moment w- in No Way Home where Peter Spider Sense goes off, and that's when he notices Norman turn into the Goblin. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be where Venom showed up because it was almost perfect to have Venom in that sequence. That being said, it's a, it's still a really good scene with him changing because it's fucking Willem Dafoe being the Goblin again, and he's amazing. <laughs> Norman's on sabbatical, honey. Like, this is so good. Dude, I should have added Defoe. I got a little Defoe there. Why are you making that face? <laughs> and you're over here thinking, if you're going to do Defoe, symbolism? man. Finish it. <laughs> What's Finish it. the 
symbolism. But uh, I like him a lot. In, I'm interested uh, to see where, Saints. like, I'm interested to see where it goes because, and I'm excited that it's almost mm. done filming. That means that you know it is going to be coming out because it got delayed. So, yeah, do we know anything about it because <laughs> of the strikes? Yeah, it's supposed to come out November eighth of this year. <laughs> so um, good luck. Yeah, and they don't even yeah. let's overwork some underpaid animators. <laughs> uh, Venom, yeah. I just well, I, this thing got de- this thing got delayed because of the strikes. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was well into filming, like well into okay. pre-production and filming, and then the strikes happened, so and that's what delayed it. What uh, do we know? What it's about at all? Anything? Venom three. I have not seen any details because I don't know where you go. You killed Obviously, Carnage in the last movie, right? Tom he, Hardy's back. He pops into the MCU to get drunk and then falls back into his universe, right? So there's there's not going to be anything going on there. Yeah. So I don't know. And I thought No Way Home could have done a couple of things. You could have had Venom in, in that little period in the MCU, or you could have set it up that he falls into the Amazing Spider-Man universe, and we have you can bring back Andrew Garfield, like. This is what I don't. It's this is Sony's what I don't so short-sighted. They're so short-sighted. They've literally said in two animated movies that won awards, saying there's a Spider Verse. So there's an infinite amount of possibilities for that fucking license, but yet they proceed to do the dumbest choices, the and they dumbest, don't care. Most cliched shit. And we don't know anything. So this was originally supposed to come out in July of this year. It got pushed to November because of the strikes and everything, and. So Craven's going to be a watered-down John Wick. And that's supposed to come out in Who gives a shit? the end of March? Morbius is a watered-down what? Who the fuck cares? I mean, just, just fuck off. Yeah. I'm trying to find details on this. We don't need any. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> that's what we think of Sony. Um, I, yeah. s- I, I have. Oh, do the boo fuck you, man. Why not? Every time we talk about Sony, I think. Or Warner Bros. Really, any of the studios, <laughs> to be completely honest with yeah. you. You know, yeah. they, they. You get all these great properties, and this is what you do with them? This is what we got to say to you. <sighs> Where did it Where go? Is it? Well, and so it's okay. We don't I had to re download all the fucking drops. Mm, and, you know, I was like, hey, I don't want to. <laughs> so let me I tell you about it. my I don't next no shit project um, while he's trying to find it. Yeah. We don't want to hear about that. Come on. All right. No. <laughs> what is your next project? Oh, I don't. I was just vamping. Oh, I thought okay. you had to find Thank it. you. I appreciate you. After 139 episodes <laughs> together, <laughs> I think we figured out a couple things. We learned a we couple. We haven't figured out how to do a, a oh, scripted opening. Here's another quip, uh, quick one. Quipped? Yeah, a real quick one boop, for you. Boop. Yeah. This is a special. Oh, I'm oppressed. I'm oppressed. Oh, poor me. <laughs> That's Melanie Mack, and uh, she made oh, a headline. Oh, I'm oppressed. Again. I thought she was saying, I'm a puss, I'm a puss. <laughs> well, that too. What is that saying? Uh, <clears throat> well, she made headlines because, uh, once again, on Twitter, because she's got banned on Twitch. Mm. Um, oh, my God, she just dropped another video. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Well, I had one video I wanted to play, just again to show. Because she, she's trying to say that Twitch banned her because of the Bible. <laughs> and... Yeah, that's exactly why people get banned, you idiot. Not because she freaking throws around slurs. Mm, and, no. and not because she's a hate-filled, just vile. Yeah. She, she made a video. Twitch ban- oh, look. Twitch banned me for 14 days for hate speech. I'm afraid you're going to have to ban me for longer than that. I mean, like, why? Did, did, why did, do you hate gay people so much? Also, did you just... 
say you just that's use, why you got hey, banned. Yeah. What? In fact, uh, I think that if I'm Twitch, I'm banning you forever. After that, because it was only for 14 days. No, and they're probably I'm gonna, saying they're like, probably going to perma ban her now. Why not? Why not? Who cares? You literally came out and said that with the hate speech. Okay, because just remember, you you, were, you literally said you're we're going to have to ban you for longer. And then you used the hate speech that got you the ban in the first place. You clearly have not learned a thing. So permanent ban, fuck off. Get out of here, churchy. Well, and it don't give me this free speech shit anyway, because she has the right to say that, but she should also, and know, everybody else understands this, that Twitch is a private company, so yes. they can choose to do whatever oh, they want. what? So if wow. they want to ban you for saying shit yeah. like that, they can. Yeah. And you just got to deal yeah. with it. Go to fucking Rumble or That's whatever. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Or just stay on Twitter. Fuck. I mean. Yeah, Elon doesn't give a shit. No, man. He's encouraging that shit, dude. What a. She just posted this as we're recording 25 oh minutes ago. So oh I don't know how bad yeah. it is. 43 what? seconds. Yeah. PSA to the woke mob. Oh, boy. I can look like this. I can have colored hair. I can wear my makeup like this. I can have tattoos. Sure, yeah. I can like anime and video games. And I don't have to think like you. The woke people. Christians have been dressing like this and collecting and gaming and watching anime way before y'all started telling dudes to cut their wieners off so they can <laughs> LARP as women, all right? Oh, my God. So... LARP as live action role play. No, I know, but what a fucking horrible Christ is king. Did she say don't be a hoe? Yeah, Christ is king. Okay, the funny irony of that for me, she is telling other Christians, Puritan Christians, that she can have tattoos and pink hair and collectibles, and she can do that and like anime, but also be a Christian. So you can apply that rule to you, but you can't apply that to gay people and trans people? Yeah, because she's trying to gatekeep heaven. Fuck you, Melanie Mack. And I think this is also a point for me where I think we should stop covering her. Yeah, let's do that. Because she's just doing this shit for attention. And you know what? You're a hateful, hateful, awful fucking person. You're just disgusting in so many fucking ways. Like, just She's just... I need to just not... You're a stain on humanity. I need to just, I, I think I'm getting closer and closer to just fucking completely deleting my Twitter and just staying, because Blue Sky is free or open now, you don't need a code, I'm probably just going to start going there and posting shit there, because I just, I, I don't engage with it in the right way, I think. Or I, I need to I find, I, I need to fell. filter out better this shit, because I see shit like this all the time, and you know... I, I'm part of the problem because I quote tweet her and I and I and we make yeah, videos we, about her. Yeah, I but say you're part of the problem. No, uh, but I, I, there is a we do need. I think it's important to talk about this stuff. Sure. In some way. Yeah. But. Well, I fell into it's it. It's hard because it, it's it's in, you, use it the right way. Yeah. I fell into that by luck a lot. Um, but I've kind of learned. I've I I think I'm a quick learner into what I need to be, what I wasn't doing. Uh, wh what I was doing was I was, um, I would occasionally po repost like a political thing, um, or I would just post my music or a picture of myself and be like, stream the amazing T-Bird today. <laughs> really what it boils down to is she is, but it wasn't engaging for me. Which what I, I think upsets me about it. And I know I'm getting, you know, like people will make their 
say things about me and call me a beta cuck or whatever. Sure, but like, whatever. it's just the audacity to be a straight white Christian woman in America and claim and and claim that you are being attacked for your own fucking actions. Nobody is telling you to say those dude, things. Dude, she's the ultimate Karen, dude. And she's, you know, she's emo she Karen. She wants to scream. She's goth Karen. This is why it's the perfect drop for her, because this is what she wants to scream every day. Oh, I'm oppressed. I'm oppressed. Oh, poor me. So She probably doesn't as, like black as of people right now, either. As of right now, I think Sorry, we're going to take a break from Melanie Mack coverage, because I'm kind of done Has she at this point. been like bigoted like that? Who? Has she, has she ever dropped racist shit? No, remember, racism doesn't exist in America anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes? Okay, cool. She has not said, like, the uh, N-word or things like that. No, I, I'm not saying that, but but to claim that racism doesn't exist is racist in itself, really, because you're... It's kind of... It is insane. It blows my mind. Me fucking too. Yeah, Eric? Yeah. Yeah. I like Eric. He's funny. <laughs> He's what? Funny. Why? <laughs> Why do you like him? Because he's funny. All right. Um, so what are we? Uh, what's up next on the agenda? Getting, now that we've gotten the hate out of the way, getting naked. No, getting uh, naked. Hanging all brain. the bearskin rug. Bearskin, nice. With you. Did you kill the bear yourself? I did. <laughs> That's why we had bear meat if sandwiches. You don't mind, I'm gonna have to take a shower because I'm covered in bear guts. Anyway, Tyler, you wanted to <laughs> you wanted to try something you new join me? for the sure. You wanted to do something new for this episode, because um, uh, you and I were talking about like character. Well, because we're assholes, and we're like, let's do an episode. And we're like, well, we don't really have anything to do. And I'm like, well, fuck you. We'll we'll make it up as we go along. I mean, we could talk about our feelings, but ew. I want to talk about how I felt when. Eating my fries and they were cold. That's in blessed. <laughs> Didn't like it. Oh. So you said why? <laughs> so um I was talking about a guy. Uh he is uh if you've ever seen there's something about Mary, um there's a guy named Tucker, a uh, character named Tucker, and he is in he's the guy with the uh who's pretending to be handicapped. But he's actually a pizza delivery guy. Yeah, that once delivered pizza to her, and then like, it, it, if you you've seen it, you know who I'm talking about. It's pretty obvious. He's like the second or basically the second guy behind Matt Dillon, like the creep. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said. But that. he's also he's also in the Fifth Element. Yes. And he's also in the Ladies Man. He's, I remember those. Yeah. Yeah, but the Ladies Man is great because he's the first guy who like finds. Uh, it, <laughs> he does a great job in this movie in the ladies man um, really over the top actually yeah. which explains a lot about what I'm going to talk about when here. he takes the fucking neck brace off oh my god dude, yeah movie. dude it's just it, he's, he's just like he, oh he, no he, man he fucking yeah he blew my mind that he was British right me too and, and so first so I was like first, oh that's really his, his accent name's, his the... name's Lee Evans and uh, we wanted to talk about character actors kind of or we'll small... call this segment what a character actor. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Absolutely not. Sometimes I I watch a lot of movies and when you watch a lot of movies from like a different era, you might see an actor that never broke through, right? 
you know, like they were trying and they were like, I'm getting work. I'm getting work. It's almost there. It's almost there. But they were always like fourth or fifth billing or maybe even like they were in a scene or whatever. You know what I mean? And this is one of those guys who had a couple of big roles, but never really broke through other than those, you know, I mean, depending on if you consider having roles in two big, big movies, three big, big movies. I don't know if Ladies Man made that much money. It didn't. But to me, it's a big, big movie. Oh, I love that movie. It's fucking fun. ridiculous. It's best fucking SNL movies ever. Would you like to do it in the butt? It's right up there with Every Hot time Rod. we talk right about Right up there with Do you know Hot every Rod. time we talk about Tim Meadows, I make that stupid joke? The only reason uh, why it surpasses Hot Rod a little bit is because uh, I don't believe Hot Rod was ever a sketch. And Ladies and Hot Man Rod was. didn't have a musical number. Oh, it, it had a musical moment. It did. And then they started looting, and cool that was beans. the funniest fucking shit oh, I've ever seen. So good. Oh my God, they're rioting. Like, that was just so. Like, it was just beautiful, absurdist humor, that movie. Oh my God. Danny McBride standing there. Who am I going to build Ram Sword? Danny McBride standing there with a TV going, like, and people were just stealing stuff. And yeah. It was just right? terrible. He's like, it was fucking crazy. He's got a fucking TV. TV. <laughs> Oh my god, that movie. we need to review that movie someday. Holy shit! Oh god, I that love movie. that movie. Oh, such an un, un, uh, underrated. Uh, so I'm drinking fucking green you, tea. You, you, yeah, <laughs> I was in my hat now. I know because I read it online. Um, so it's too um, legit, too legit to quit. So Lee Evans is a guy. Uh, you fucker, too legit. I thought it was too legit, but I was too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Not a hot rod episode. We're not doing it. We're going to review it someday. Lee Evans uh, has been has been in a bunch of movies, and he uh, he uh, I wanted to know a little bit more about him, so I looked him up on Wikipedia before the episode, and big, big surprise, stand-up comedy. Hmm. Okay, so real quick, uh, Evans- well, It makes sense. He was mostly in Lee, comedy. Lee John Martin Evans is an English vo- film voice and television actor, musician, singer, writer, and stand-up musician. Wow. Yeah, he co-founded stand-up the production- musician. Yeah. A stand-up comedian. Did I say musician? <laughs> I was like, are they always standing up? <laughs> Sometimes you could sit down on a stool with an acoustic uh, When guitar. I saw Phil Collins, he had he to. Co-founded, also, he's a drummer. He co-founded the production <laughs> company Little Mo Films with Addison Cresswell, uh, who was also his agent prior to Cresswell's blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, so he's in those movies, those three that I'm talking about. And uh, interestingly, he rose to fame during the 90s with a brace of exciting, sweaty, energetic stage performances and physical observational comedy. Evans' sweat drenches him on stage. During most of his headlining performances, he often takes an intermission, during which he, he has a quick shower and changes into a different suit. He has also said that his suits are regularly thrown away after three performances, mainly because of the sweat, with dry cleaners refusing to handle them. I can relate to that. I sweat a lot. In November 2005, Evans broke the world record for a solo act performing to the biggest comedy audience, performing to 10,108 people at the Manchester Arena. Okay. Um Evans toured the UK like in a sh- just tons and made tons so he, and yeah, tons. Yeah, he just never broke through. Evans here. sold seven million pounds worth of tickets the first day they went on sale, dude. Damn. Um, and where is the other thing? He has um, last on stage. Uh, well, he 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 just he he just blew the fucking doors off everything. He he. Well, yeah, uh, he was it, just he just never broke UK, through. Yeah, here. in the UK, he was fucking huge. Um, obviously, the Fifth Element, the Ladies' Man, 
Um, and uh, uh, obviously there's something about Mary, but he was also in, uh, he did some voice work for um, uh, Funny Bones and Mouse Hunt. Um, and then he did a, he did some other acting uh, and, and singing or music and writing. Um, but I thought that was just really interesting that he was like one of the best like selling um, British comedians like ever. It became one of the most popular stand-up comedians. His Roadrunner tour grossing 12.9 million pounds. That's a shitload of money for a comedy tour, right? I mean, yeah. But it's, well, it's like it's crazy that he could be so successful in in Europe and the UK and stuff, mm. and just not really break through. Because you hear like guys like Ricky Gervais are like, right. huge overseas, and then they make it big here too. And then like I and that might have also been. I think a lot of that could, for Ricky Gervais probably could have been The Office. The fact that it got picked up here and kind of blew up. Also, here. he wrote a lot, and the yeah. fact that he did appear in an episode of The Office. I mean, how many people watched The Office? A lot of fucking people. A lot. A lot of people, of people. still do. Right. So and it's been off the air for like the 10 mainstream years. audience appeal for The Office being seen on that episode. People are going to be like, "What's the joke?" They're going to look yeah. it up on Google and they're going to be like, "Oh!" Even if they're completely dumb and never realized that it was a British show to begin with. Yeah. Then they're going to realize Ricky Gervais is the fucking shit, dude. He's awesome. Yeah. I don't. I think his his most recent stuff is kind of shit. I have no idea. Uh, I just he remember just, the invention of like, lying. He gets into real hacky fucking trans jokes, like oh. Dave Chappelle level hack, and it just it's unfortunate. Yeah. But hey, Lee Evans is probably not doing that shit. Well, Lee Evans well, he retired like, from stand up comedian. Uh, uh, stand up comedianing. Just based on the suits issue with the sweat i imagine it took a lot out of him physically to do that and i thought it was uh when i I was reading about him i was like this is an interesting tidbit about this guy because it's a whole yeah it's a whole bit it's a whole segment on his on his page like hey by the way he he sets records he gives off he gives off the like he gives off like this kinetic when he when he does all the shit with the uh with the um the yeah. Uh, what are they called? Crutches? Yeah. And there's something about Mary? That shit is well, top-notch you, physical you, comedy. And I have not seen you it. You twitch the right way, you I, know, when he's trying to get the keys? Yeah. I have not seen uh, his stand-up. But Me neither. I imagine it's got to have some sort of vibes of, like, Robin Williams of, like, that, like, frenetic, crazy, uh, a, a million miles a minute mm-hmm. with jokes and... And you know, some people may not like Robin Williams' style, but like, I really like Those that. Those people kind of... suck. It's fun. It's exciting. Those it's entertaining. People suck. And like, it seems like with this Lee Evans guy, it's another example of how you they can take stand-up comedy and turn it into an art form, mm-hmm. and, or, or it, I should say, like. Make, the beauty, it, the make beauty it an of, experience. Yeah, and the beauty of stand-up is there's one rule in stand-up, and it's be funny. That's it. And you can approach it in any style that you Dude, want. Bill Hicks is one of my favorite comedians, and the thing is is that he... You're right. You you don't have to be physical, but your comedy is going to be funnier if you if you use some physical elements. Even If, he, if yeah. you pretend that you're having sex with the stool... That's yeah. funny. Cat Williams is one of the funniest fucking comedians I've ever seen because of his physicality of of his performance. Yeah, but that well, fuck his hair alone, man. 
But that Honest, doesn't right. But that doesn't. But on the same to, uh, uh, token of this, and what I love about this, and what this guy's shown, you know, with his performances and stuff, is like I also love Mark Maron, and Mark Maron sits on a stool and tells stories and just talks. Mark Maron, yeah, and he's his, his, like I said, his you don't later have to stuff have physical stuff is a very like very much of a who's man. the guy who did Super High Me? Um, Doug uh, Benson. No. Yeah, yeah, Doug Benson. He, he's the same kind of way. He just kind of stands there. Stephen Wright, yeah. uh, Mitch Hedberg. But all those guys just stand there. But again, one rule, be funny. That's yes. it. Yes. And and it's... It, Mark I just, Maron's great. I dude. love seeing that that you can have those differential things is of someone who's very physical and, you know, uses different, like the mic stand or the stool or the mic as, as props. Yes. And, and then you have like, you know... I again, I don't like much of his later work, but Dave Chappelle was is still one of the funniest comedians, and he a lot of times he just stands there, smokes a cigarette, and puts his foot on a speaker. He he you know? does he does. Uh, I'd say he he's more physical than like Mark Maron for sure. Mark Maron sits on a stool, right? But he's I'm, just doing a podcast episode like to walks, an audience. He yeah. walks around and he he does like he does like little you know. Like you're like, huh? And Marin does things physically, but he, no, most I of the know. time he's a I'm storyteller, saying, right? But, uh, um, but yeah, Dave generally does stand. Um, uh, but this guy sounds like he's all over the fucking place. And yeah, his like his physicality in fucking ladies' man when he rips off the neck brace yeah, when yeah. he's like, no, 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 like he's yeah, freaking out yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I'm gonna watch that when I go. That's the thing I remember from his performances is his just physicality and. I think there's a lot to be said about physical comedy. Like yeah. everybody loves good witty humor and and good jokes, but like yeah. there's always a space for physical comedy. Because <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's just not a, in an airplane bathroom. You know, uh, back in high school, we watched. Uh, we were doing except we were, for uh, Tommy Tommy Boy. We were talking about that scene is fucking hilarious. Uh, the 1920s in in America and the vaudeville stuff and the Marx Brothers, and we watched. Duck Soup, yeah, a movie made in 1933, and I think I've told this story a couple times, but regarding- Yeah, I'm sick of it. <laughs> it's the mirror scene and all that, but a movie made in 19, uh, 1933 made me laugh and entertained me, and I'm like, if something's just, univ- like, and there's a lot of physical comedy in that, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, dude. There's a uh, space for, like, crazy over-the-top performances. And there's, there's a movie, more nuance, there's so. a movie that we had on VHS when I was a kid. It's Abbott and Costello. It's called Africa Screams. And it's 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 a movie about them going on a safari, right? Yeah. And um, I can't watch it. I can't watch it. There's parts of the movie that I, I find very entertaining and very funny. But they're also really, really, really racist racist parts um just just awfully racist you know what i mean like to the point where i just i can't watch the movie anymore i can't but there are parts the parts that are not super super racist i don't know if you should defend this movie no i'm not really i'm saying that i, I do understand I mean, that i like, love holiday Inn, and there's <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like mark's brothers uh um three stooges three stooges shit i fucking still love that shit it's still really funny. Buster Keaton, uh, Charlie Chaplin, uh, even with the Hitler mustache. You know, I mean. Sorry. 
just saying that those. Uh, hey, who had the stash first, Hitler or Charlie Chaplin? I believe Charlie did. Wow, Hitler just stole everything. Almost like he was an yeah, you original piece. You of don't shit. ever hear like, "Hey, it's time for the roundup of uh, baby names this year." And guess what, boys? A lot of people be naming their babies Adolf. Nope. No. And if you do. Fuck you. Kinda. Kinda? Kinda. Unless you have a... Yeah, I just... I, that name's tainted forever. No, I'm saying, like, you know, boo, fuck you. I mean, look, I I, oh, I, yeah, I don't yeah. want to tell you what to do, but you're kind of fucking you know, that kid for life, Yeah, dude. yeah. Um, you know, if you don't... Yeah, you're just really stupid. Or, or, or you are one of the three richest men on the planet, and that's what you want to call your kid, no matter what and he will always be rich, then fine, whatever. But he still is kind of fucked. Hey, Tyler, it's a it's a more relaxed episode. That means we're getting double the girth. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That is really, really... It's a long box. Really nice. We're going to double dip the long box tonight. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Who won? Well, do you, do you want to go? You go. I go. You go. I go. I don't know. What do you? You know, because we got two apiece. Yeah, I'll go first. Um. So uh, I read a book called The Wager by David Graham. He did the book that uh, Killers of the Flower Moon is based off of. Um, and uh, it's a book about a uh, a ship that w- this whole um. This whole squadron is chasing this, uh, from England, is chasing this Spanish galleon. And it's this treasured, you know, this gigantic, like, treasure galleon that every so often goes around Cape Horn uh, in, uh, down in uh, uh, South America and goes around that way because Panama, you know, wasn't around, obviously. It was back in 1700s, 1600s. And um, so they're trying to get it because they're at war with Spain, which is a really stupid fucking war, by the way, okay? <laughs> These are two empires who have nothing fucking better to do than to raise taxes by fucking going to war. It's really fucking dumb. And uh, so um, they're going after this thing. They go around the Cape, and going around the Cape, uh, I think they had, like, four man of wars, which are these gigantic fucking warships, and then, like, th- two, three to four, like, other ones, like uh, like you know, uh, shuttles or whatever you want to call them. I can't remember what the smaller boats are called, but, um, you know, they're just kind of around to kind of help guide and supply ships and shit like that. And like, they, they didn't even make it like half, like, uh, like one ship out of all that made it through all of that shit and ended up going around and meeting up at the rendezvous. And then they went ahead and, uh, uh, gathered two other ships, they end up getting the galleon, okay? They end up getting the galleon. Yeah. During the story, he's telling about all this. And, of course, back in these times, like, these sea sea journeys take, like, years. You know what I mean? So, like, three years later, after they set sail, they finally capture the Spanish galleon out in the Pacific Ocean, and they get this gigantic haul of, of gold and diamonds and everything, right? Great. Okay, so at the end of it, the, the guy is writing and he's like, well, this is how much it costs to get this much in lives, 
in ships, in supplies. Because this one, the wager itself was uh, shipwrecked on an island down there. And, like, they, it basically turned to mutiny on this island because they had no food, like, at all. They had no food, no, they had nothing. And then they had a mutiny about what to do. And one, one, uh, uh, one party went one way and the other party went the other way it's it's fucking crazy like they they drop off these guys like and okay we're gonna drop you off because we have to you know we don't have enough supplies and they're gonna do it because king and country fucking you know that's what they're supposed to do yeah and they drop them on this little beach and they go they try to they're trying to get around this like these three these three hills but the current is keep pushing pushing them back so they finally drop these guys off. They they try to go around. After like hours, they're like, we can't do it. So they come back around. When they get back to the beach, after hours, those guys are fucking gone. They're just gone. No fucking trace. Nobody ever hears from these guys ever again. And it's insane. Like the lengths that the British government went to to get this thing. It, 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 he he. The thing I didn't like about the book is that he raises all these questions about empiricism and you know what it took to be... Um, you know, what it took to go to war and what exactly going to war meant and how much, you know, how much lives, how many lives were lost and how much they really didn't mean to the crown, like at fucking all. Um, it, he raises these questions, but he doesn't really answer them. And he doesn't really talk about, you know, what was wrong with the system. He just lays it out to you and goes, hey. And then he talks about the aftermath and how basically nobody got court-martialed because of it. And a lot of uh, a lot of uh, different uh, protocols in the Navy were changed because of it. And almost everybody who was involved, who wrote a book about it, made a lot of money. Yeah. Hmm. This was around the time that uh, pamphlets and shit were becoming like, you know, yeah, the yeah. common man was becoming more literate. So, yeah. Uh, but it's a good book. I recommend you read it. It's honestly not as long as you would think. It's it, And I read it in like four days. And that was like a couple hours a day because it's That's a, a it's this a might quick, be our first novel. It's a on the show. It's a page turner. No, I think I did Into the Void by uh, Herbert Frank Herbert. Oh. I think I did. But, um, yeah, that's uh, it was a good book. I really liked it. I re- highly recommend it. Again, it's uh, quick. So don't buy it. Get it from your library. Yeah. You're Support your book. local library. You're going to buy a book. You better be reading that shit for days, weeks even. Even your years. It's your turn. Oh. Uh, so my turn. <laughs> I finally got to play Helldivers 2. Yeah. Um, Diving in hell with the Helldivers 2. Is that the theme song? Should be. Um, <laughs> um, no, it's a, it's it's such an interesting game uh, just because of the story behind it. Um, and I do want to do a video about it at some point, but... Basically, it's a up to four players co-op shooter, uh, third-person shooter, where you're basically fighting two kinds of enemies. There's the automatrons that are like these like hellish, crazy, difficult robots, and then you're fighting the uh, I think they're called uh, terminids, which are like the bugs. So it's it's got a lot of comparisons to. Did you say automatwats? Automatrons. <laughs> Well, you know what they are? Automatwats. Um But we kind of mentioned it last episode because we talked about the, the Starship Troopers <laughs> discourse. And the reason 
<laughs> and I mentioned it last episode. This game does have a like very clear inspiration from Starship Troopers, and I think it's so cool to see an original property that ha- shows its its inspirations on its sleeve, but finds new ways to make it different and fun and. Like the the fa- just blow your load. <laughs> well, what's cool about it is it doesn't really have a story because the players kind of tell the story. That's fine. And what I mean by that That's is cool. the way that it's bl- split up is it, you you are on Super Earth, which is all the nations in the world just came together and agreed to have one united government. And it was Super Earth. Um, but for real, no reason of their own, they learn how to do space travel. So this game is about <laughs> how you are fighting for a group of people that wants to just colonize these planets. So you're going in to just wipe out these bugs and robots. And it's like, this game is a cool. It's a, well, it's a satire and it's pointing at you and saying like, you are playing like, you ever play risk? Like on, no, on, I, I know on what it is, but I, I've never played it. No. Cause they had, they had a Sega Genesis or no, it was a PlayStation version of uh risk. And I played it forever. And it was so Fucking fun, dude. Because um, you you basically you can set the uh, the settings a certain way, and there was a zombie. Um, there was a uh, there's one uh, there's an online mobile game uh, version of Risk. Oh yeah. And one of the once you unlock it, there's a zombie invasion so, version, yeah. which is so fucking hard. Because like every t- anyway. But no, what I love about it is that. You the way that this game Can we tell you about this? presents itself sati- like and what makes it such a f- interesting satire. Yeah. On one hand, it's a very positive community of players. Cool. Because the developer said we don't want to put it in PvP because we don't want to build a toxic community. We like What's PvP player versus player, uh, which would be like Call of Duty and like yeah, 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 Halo yeah, 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 and yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> uh, that that leads so to bullying this, whether you like it or not. This is different because this is player versus environment. So PVE, it's a co-op game, and what's really cool and interesting about it, it's a live service game, and this is an example of how to do a, a live service game correctly, in my opinion. The game is forty dollars, not seventy. Forty. You're getting a ton of content for free, almost all the armor you can earn in game, and when if you do buy it, it's not ridiculously expensive. It's not like twenty dollars for a fucking cape on your character. You know what I mean? Like the I, I don't mind doing like cosmetic microtransactions as long as they're like reasonably priced. And I don't know. There's just so much content for a forty dollar game, and I've I've only played a few hours. I've only scratched the surface and in that few hours i was having so much fun because it feels like you're all working towards a common goal because it's a live game you can look up at the galactic map and there's red on the left yellow on the right the yellow is the bugs the red is the robots and that is how much of the galaxy that hasn't been liberated and so that means other players are getting their shit kicked in on these other planets. So you're seeing people reach out to other players like, I need help on this planet. Can somebody come, you know, like, let's team up, squad up. And like, and it's so funny to see how positive this is when this game is actually a satire mocking fascism and colonialism. Where it's and like, how socialist it is. And because the people of Super Earth have no reason to colonize, they just want to do it. Manifest destiny, you know? Mm-hmm. And. Goddamn humans. But it's just, it's such an interesting concept, and it's kind of a weird phenomenon because it's a small game. It's 40 bucks. 
and it blew up. Like it had over four hundred thousand concurrent players on PS5 and PC, and that's not that's without like a big marketing campaign. That's a lot of word of mouth. That's people talking about how much it's how fun it is, and it is ridiculously fun, man. It is like playing. It is like playing Starship Troopers. It is like being in that you kind of, but also feeling unique because it's ridiculous. Like the explosions are ridiculous and awesome, and and you can like high five and like do like the predator kind of like bro high five. You can. There's even one pose where if you light a bomb, you can spread your arms out like a Christ, like a T pose, and it's like you're raining down death. Even blow. Yeah, and. Explain dude, this, atheist. Dude, there have been so many insane edits on TikTok of like people putting in like fucking Black Sabbath and like Freebird solo of like some of the crazy shit people can do in this game. Like your character, if you hit if you if you hit a button, will like dive backwards and then lay on his back if you like are getting overwhelmed. Like I've played maps where like one of the guys dies and we have like we evacuate and one of the guys stays and dies and it's like made the ultimate sacrifice for democracy like like the whole game is like that like one time i dropped in and that's another i, I keep gushing about it and i'll i'll, I'll stop <laughs> the funny thing is you customize your character right but you're really just customizing what your armor is going to look like because you die a lot in missions Friendly fire's on, so if I drop an orbital strike and you're too close, I'm going to blow you to bits and I'm going to have to reinforce you. But when I reinforce you, it's not the same character. It's some other person. It's some other... It's a different voice actor. It's You know what I mean? It's a female instead of a male. So it's like kind of showing you how expendable... Oh, woke! Woke! <laughs> woke! But it's showing you how expendable these people are and how like insane this idea is, right? And the fucking... Some of the lines, man, like they dropped in like, all right, let's get a cup of liberty. And I'm like, what the hell? And if like you get, you know, if when you're you like said, wounded, uh, some of the things you yell when you're wounded, you'll be like, four to backers. When, when you and said, like explode. When you said some of those lines, man, that was like me Cocaine. and Coke parties. So anyway, Hell Divers 2. I will do a. I don't, don't want to do another long box. I'm tired. Oh, God dang it. So I love this show, Modoc. Uh, have you heard of it? Yes. Uh, so back oh, in. I don't know the drop. That's fine. So back in 2019, uh, it was that and Hit Monkey, which actually did get produced. And then there was supposed to be Howard the Duck. And then all three of them were supposed to be this thing called The Offenders. And this was around. This was 2019. And this was when everything had to be redone because of the pandemic yeah. and whatnot. So. Hit Monkey and Modoc were produced. Howard the Duck, uh, whoever was doing it, dropped I think it was out. Kevin Smith. Yes, he dropped out or something. Um, anyway, Modoc is if you like Robot Chicken and you like Patton Oswalt and you like Marvel Comics, you're gonna fucking love this show because it's it's hilarious. It's 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 got all of the right comedy, but also all of the right like little tweaks about Marvel like continuity and things. Um, I think it's really weird and funny that Modoc had a whole episode about uh, a concert he had with his wife. Well, that's it. <laughs> See, it's a very, it's actually a really touching sitcom about a family. <laughs> uh, no, I'm serious because in that episode, uh, well, I can't tell you, but uh, he. I've seen a good portion of it. I haven't the, seen all the of por- it. The whole, there's only one season. And during the, like, the first episode, first two episodes, she, his wife wants to get divorced with him. So she gets divorced with, uh, uh, 
they get divorced. She starts dating Wonder Man because she's like a uh, a YouTube influencer. Um, it's like her name's Jody, and her her whole thing is like Jodify your life. And uh, so <laughs> they're talking to uh, the rabbi about their kids' bar mitzvah, and they somehow turned all of the language or all of the dialogue into uh, a point where the rabbi herself says, "Silly rabbi." tricks are for kids because their son wants to do magic tricks at his own bar mitzvah <laughs> and um that's just some of the great humor you'll hear and again they have like they they drop there's an episode where he goes to like the shitty villains bar and there's like pound cakes and angar the screamer and armadillo and the melter like just these shitty shitty f-list vel- villains and uh, he takes them all to try and break into Avengers Tower to get Captain America's shield. And it's just uh, John Hamm plays uh, 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 Iron Man in the show. It's it's really fun. Did you just call? Also, I heard you called me a wet bitch. What even is that? <laughs> um, he's just he's great because it's John Hamm and he plays the the part perfect. Um, voice I'm gonna part. get that as a drop. Wet bitch. It's it's really funny. Like every time he goes up against Iron Man, it's just like. Listen, asshole. Um, but Modok is really great because again, it, it it takes a kind of a ridiculous fucking character. He's he's a Mike he's a Michael Scott type of character. He's completely oblivious to the fact that he is his own worst enemy. Like completely oblivious. Everybody around him is trying to steer him towards like, you know, being a decent fucking normal fucking human being. Which, I mean, but how he's can a, you? he's a fucking you like giant him. he's a fucking giant head, right? With little yeah, arms. Exactly. Legs. Um but again, the the fucking deep cuts into Marvel lore are awesome. Patton Oswalt is clearly a comic book fan. His voice is perfect for this role. Um there's a bunch of different uh, other actors that are in it too. Uh Amy Garcia um, uh, Melissa Fumero, who is in uh, um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, um, and Ben Schwartz. Is it Ben Schwartz? Yeah. Who was a uh, Sonic? No. Who was he? Well, uh, I, I know, but he was in uh, Parks and Rec. He yeah. was what was John he? Ralphio? Yes. You are the, the worst. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he plays uh, Modok's son, Lou, who, uh, <laughs> like, towards the end of the season, he gets a clone of himself and it's fucking great like arcade uh uh from the x-men comics like kidnaps them at one point um it's it's really great there i highly recommend it it's on hulu the entire season first season there's never going to be another one and i wish i do wish though that they that feige would be like hey this is an important thing to have in you know the mcu not necessarily in the mcu but part of marvel entertainment as a whole and make another season like continue this show because it is really really good it answer raises and answers a lot of stupid questions about superheroes also um so you can kind of have that as like you know she hulk was kind of a way for feige and the mcu to be like hey fuck you trolls um modok can kind of be a way for them to say oh you're not sure about this or you're asking questions about this on reddit or whatever well modok did an episode of of it or whatever or you're 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 dying to see a fucking episode where um tatter demalion gets punched in the face that's yeah something something uh so mine it's a comic book oh i don't care well um 
so dismissive. Um, I have a. Conf- I told you before we recorded. I had a serious I have a confession. I was, I was like Usher. I had a confession. Oh um, my God! What a fucking. But I'm scabby. Scabby. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Ailes. <sighs> but anyway, I thought about it. Schnick, schnicked. Let's talk about Wolverine. Schnickty, schnickty, schnick. Well, I had to get that on the board because I got thwip, thwip. So now I got schnicked, schnicked. So what do we got? Wolverine, huh? Wolverine, Weapon X. Um, so not the Weapon X story itself, which I do kind of want to go back and read. Barry um, Windsor Smith, bro. Because um, I thought I was, and I want to do. I do want to get more into X Men after this, but I'm kind of having a Wolverine kick right I now. I think he wrote Andrew. Uh, because of the X Men '97 stuff, I want to like, you know what? I'm gonna go to, and I'm gonna rant about this for a second. Oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, <laughs> so I wanted to uh, read Jason Aaron's uh, Wolverine Weapon X. Mm. There's three volumes. There's only 16 issues. So I, I just wanted to read that, and you know knock that out in like a couple days because you know you read comic books pretty fast um i don't <laughs> no i don't i don't um i like to study every introvert every book. single fucking panel every single fucking pixel on the page yeah yeah yeah, yeah. anyway <laughs> wow where do i even go from there um <laughs> no, but so here comes my Sorry. rant i've yes. been a comicsology unlimited subscriber for years Years decades. and I enjoyed decades. it. Decades, decades, Jerry. Decades, Jerry. Fuck it. I don't even need to talk about it. it that's a that's a cap on the episode. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Um, <laughs> so anyway. We're singing the Seinfeld theme song. Go for it. This is the fucking most stream of conscious fucking show. Um, So what I was what I was annoyed about. So again, I've been a Comicsology Unlimited subscriber for a long time. It was great because I had the Comicsology app. It was easy to use um, on on the tablet. Um, and I prefer to read my comics on the tablet. I can read it on my phone. It's just, it's hard to it's do. small, man. It's no, ta- it's at not least very... a tablet is kind of comic book Or at the sized. very least, I could read it on my laptop sure, if I wanted. Sure, you know? sure, You have to turn it sideways and, you know, but you, have I... to, you have to lay upside down, but that's okay. Not on the laptop. The laptop just shows, I can go panel to panel. I don't think you know how to read I do like the guided panel to panel oh, thing weird, if man. I have a smaller screen. But if I have just a tablet, I just read the pages. You know what I like to do? Have a real comic book. <laughs> Fuck you, okay? <laughs> but anyway... You think I got room for any fucking comics? Recently, yes. a- Amazon, in their infinite wisdom, decided to merge no. the Comixology app with the Kindle app. So now, the Comixology app Was doesn't, recently, doesn't exist or did anymore. We already it was talk like about a couple that. months ago. Okay. So now, fine, whatever. I gotta read all my books on the Kindle app. Fine. I'll just, but they said they'll keep Comixology Unlimited. So I still have that. Sure. But now I have to sign this app. So here's what's annoying. So my wife has a separate, she has her own account on the Kindle, because it's, or on the, um, uh, Amazon. Whatever the Amazon tablet is, whatever. She signed into her account. Okay. Cause, you know, and so I was like, oh, I'll just see if I can 
try and sign into my Comixology account. Couldn't do it. No. So I have to sign into the account on my phone. And that's the only I can try. I haven't tried my laptop yet, but like the fact that I have to go through another step of signing into an, another app that I didn't ask for and didn't want, and you for whatever reason decided to merge this app with a very popular app. Comicsology has been around for decades, Jerry. Decades, Jerry. And I actually like the concept of Comixology Unlimited because it's kind of like a library card and there's a couple of comics that are available. There that should be fucking libraries for fucking comic maybe, books. Hey, maybe I should go to the li- local library more and support my local library. I don't because know shit like this is annoying books. and it's yeah. dumb and it's like the fact that we have to go through all this. Ah, whatever. Regardless, Wolverine Weapon X itself. I've only read a couple issues, but I, I, I like it because it's an interesting... It's and and Jason Aaron said he wanted to write write it like this where anybody could kind of it is sort of tied to the that continuity at that time, but it was on, all honestly kind of its own story and it's something that somebody could just pick up and read. And the first arc is called Adamantium Men, so it's a is it the one where it talks about how his only big his biggest fear is drowning. I don't know if it's that one. There's a bunch of dudes that have fucking claws yeah. chasing them. Yeah. They're like green glowing yes, claws. Yes. There's a there's a sequence in it's, in the story yeah. when he's talking he that's how he he beats him. Oh. I haven't got that far yet. But um no, I'm excited about it because I've heard nothing but good things about that specific I arc. S- I didn't say shit. And the things that I like about it are it's that it's done it's done well enough that I can jump in and read it having enough knowledge of Wolverine. And knowing enough about the character that I understand, I know what Weapon X is, I know all of that, so the fact that they're going, and it's literally called Weapon X, so I know that it's going to be doing that stuff. And I really like it so far, and I think, I haven't read a ton of Wolverine comics. I do, I want to read um, Daniel Way's Wolverine Origins. I never read that much either. He he had a... Um uh, Jason Aaron also did a couple other Wolverine. Well, I'm talking stories. about the very first Wolverine ongoing series was B- Bashima r- drew it, but who wrote it? Was it uh, Isn't it Claremont or was it Wine? I think it was Len Wine. Maybe. And then it then it was Claremont. Larry, I want to say Larry Hammer. <sighs> you gonna make me Google shit? What Wolverine number one? Is that what we're looking up? Yeah, but like 1987 yeah. or something. 88. 1988. Sure. I think that's right. But then he was also the lead story in Marvel Comics Presents, which was a bi-monthly or bi-weekly comic book. Came out every two weeks, and there was eight pages of each. For some reason, both DC and Marvel in the the late 80s decided to do bi-weekly serialized books. It was fucking stupid. (laughs) It was. It was dumb as shit. Uh, it doesn't say. I'm on Marvel.com, mm. but uh, it, was, it came out in November first, nineteen eighty-eight. But anyway, uh, I enjoy it's, it because because it, it it basically that's where all the patch Madripoor stories. stories yeah, this come says from. Madripoor. Yeah. Huh. It doesn't say. Welcome wrote to it? Madripoor. But uh, oh, fuck. It doesn't say you wrote it. Nope. Weird. Well, keep going. I don't care. You keep all talking right, about. I don't fucking. You care. keep talking about your motherfucking story. I got nothing else to say. You don't. I don't. Well, fuck you, man. Whoa. Fuck. Also, uh, 
You... As much as I hate the whole Kindle comicsology thing, I am happy that the whole oh, well, entire Frank, Frank Miller uh, was the one who made like that. Yeah, he drew that it. one. Yeah, but that's not the one I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the one that came out. Okay, hang on, creative team, hang on. Written it doesn't by. really you matter, keep, does you it? Keep, I mean, you keep like, talking. Why are we it's doing fine. this? It's fine. It's why fine. are we doing it? Because I really fucking want to fucking know. Well, it's too late. It's too late. It's too. Late. It was Claremont, Peter David. That's ah, right. Ah, Peter David. Peter David, Archie Goodwin, Joe Duffy, Larry Hama, DJ Chichester, Warren Ellis, Tom DeFalco, Todd DeZago, Fabian Nasseza, Eric Larson, Steve Scrooch, Rob Liefeld, Eric Stevenson, Joe Pruitt, Frank Thierry, Matt Nixon, Daniel Way, Greg Rucka, Mark Miller, Douchebag. Anyway, volume four, Cullen Bunn. Yeah, uh, no, anyway. Uh, put me in a tizzy. I'm probably going to dabble with more red Wolverine comics, and then I'll probably work my way into the X-Men. Well, that sounds good. You know what? I, I suggest that you... Um, the, the I also have a confession to make. I've been reading more Marvel books than I've read DC in a while. Good. Because DC sucks. <gasps> Open Love Shop here with Jake and Tyler. 